Hut. I am your host, Christian Williams. I'm here with Randy Hall. Randy, how you doing tonight? Doing great, man. Fun Saturday night. Trying to yeah. cap this off good with a good lineup here. Yeah, just got done watching the Ohio State game. They put a beat down on the Sparties. So oh, yeah. how do you feel about that? It was good. It was uh, fun. I, everyone looked good, honestly. The line looked a little bit sloppy at times, but... Yeah, I I, I think Fields is going to be one heck of a quarterback in, what, 2021 class is his first eligible year? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I, I like him. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get started. As you guys know, this is our DFS episode. We try to uh, guide you towards some money via DraftKings. Um, I don't know how successful we've been, um, but if you listen to us tinker, then then you'll get quite a few guys that you can put into your lineups. Um, before we get started, make sure you follow us at the Cut FFL on Twitter. Subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you guys want to support the podcast, you can do it on Anchor or just simply email us at officialcutpod at gmail.com. So we'll go ahead and get started. Um, If you haven't listened to a previous episode, we do DraftKings. We do the standard $1 entry fee. Um, So you've got your standard lineup. Randy, what are you thinking for quarterbacks this week? I think there's kind of a broad scope. But I know we've talked all week about kind of narrowing it down. Obviously, you got Lamar and Watson and Brady up at the top. Brady, I think, could have four touchdowns this week, but they could very easily get one or two passing and just run for 40 times. So it's kind of – it. the game's already won for the Patriots, so <laughs> I may want to avoid that. I think this is Watson's bounce-back game, but he's the more expensive options. I talked on earlier podcasts this week about how I love Murray this week. And I know we both like Winston Wentz. I mean, Matt Ryan's good. You talked about Andy Dalton Mm -hmm. for our uh, cheaper options out there. And obviously you could punt all the way down to Kirk Cousins and all of them. But I think we're going to stay near the top this week, which is kind of a different story for us usually. Yeah, last week we went with uh, Pat Mahomes, which – was the one week where we shouldn't have gotten Pat Mahomes. But... Should have known. For only game ever in a dome. Should have known. <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, so out of those guys, who is your favorite? Well, if we're going by my starts of the week, I have to say Kyler, but he is the most expensive. Uh, I think we mostly have narrowed down between uh, Kyler, Wentz, uh, Winston, and uh, Dalton. Um I know you like Dalton as a cheaper option. Uh, do you want to? Do we want to go for a stack option to start to maybe make this make a decision for us here? Sure. And if we're gonna go a stack, I'd I'd really like to do Jameis and Godwin. Um, I I talked about on one of the episodes this week. Godwin is gonna be good against better defenses, and I know that the New Orleans defense right now is ranked thirtieth against the pass. Um, or specifically against quarterbacks, but I do believe that they kind of turned it around last week. Obviously, they shut down the Cowboys, um, so I think that Godwin is going to be the best receiver to play in Tampa Bay. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. Uh, for those of you that don't know, maybe the uh, stack is basically you try and get a quarterback and find one of their targets that you like this week. 
of those four, Winston and Godwin's maybe the most pricey of the stacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Godwin's going to be great. He's in the slot for over 60% of his targets. Marcus Lattimore is the only real corner on the Saints, and he never plays in the slot. So he's on Evans all day. Uh, I, I like the stack. It's definitely the most expensive, and I know we want to go more expensive running back this week. So maybe it's uh, one of the plug methods now to help us decide and see what we got down the road. Yeah, or um, I do like those Cardinals receivers this week against a terrible Bengals team. We could try to stack Murray and Fitz because Fitz is going to be a value, I think, no matter what his actual price is. Yeah, I I think volume-wise, the Winston-Godwin stack is the most most there. But I my favorite stacks of the week are the Wentz and Alshon Jeffrey and then the Kyler and Fitz. Because they're basically the same exact price. Okay. Um, I I know you'll you'll probably want to go with Kyler, so let's just yeah. I I in this week I think a rushing floor is kind of more what I'd like here, but I yeah. I, I have different preferences. So I was kind of trying to let you uh <laughs> take the lead of the quarterback for us this week. Yeah, at least I to mean, start. Honestly. <sighs> All right, well, if, if I'm going to make the choice, let's go Wentz and Alshon as our stack. Okay. Because that's a little bit cheaper than Jameis and Godwin, yeah. and I think that Alshon is going to be a touchdown hog this week. Yep. I think we both agree that we expect two touchdowns this week from him. Yeah. And that's off uh, anywhere between 6 to 11 catches. So. All right, awesome. So we'll plug Wentz and Alshon Jeffrey into our lineup to, to kick it off. Let's move on to the running backs. I know I have quite a few guys that I'm looking at, basically all at the top. Um, out of those, what are your favorite guys this week? Uh, I don't think there's really not a favorite. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I mean, you go down the list, McCaffrey's on the field 100% of the time. He's gotten 10 targets at least a game with Allen in the lineup. You got Jacksonville, who usually is pretty good against the run, but McCaffrey's more of a receiving back anyways. Uh, and then you go next to Kamara, who Tampa Bay has a decent actual rush defense up the middle with Sue up to, trying to plug those holes. But the same thing with Kamara. He's a more receiving guy anyways, and he's going to get the same workload. That may be a, That's going to be a higher scoring game, in my opinion, than the Carolina-Jacksonville. And obviously Dalvin Cook is pretty much the best fantasy running back of the league this year. And he's got the cake matchup of the Giants. Zeke's got the cake matchup of Green Bay, who just got trounced by the Eagles running backs for 150. And then you got David Johnson in that high-scoring crap show of Arizona Cincy. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I were to pick two of those guys, because I think that we're, we're on the same page and that we want to go two high-end running backs and then plug with some values later on. Um, if I had to pick two, I would go Zeke and David Johnson probably. That's perfectly fine with me. Trust me on that. <laughs> I, I expect Zeke to have over 100 yards and a touchdown at least, and DJ is going to probably have – I feel like he might have 12 catches. <laughs> yeah. And that's – I mean, that's your floor of 12 points right there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I had a little twang there. but that's <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good. All right, so we will plug in Zeke and David Johnson – that did knock our remaining salary down to 22000 with five positions yeah. still to go. 
Um, so instead of moving on to the other two wide receiver positions, let's try to knock out our tight end. I know that yeah. I am very big on one Jimmy Graham this week, but is there any other value tight end that you're looking at? Yeah, I, I think uh, Graham is a good value, but he's up the topper end this week because of kind of a bad landscape this week. Um, honestly, if he doesn't get a touchdown this week, I don't think he hits value because his price last week was so much lower. That's why he was a great play. Uh, Eifert is obviously a shot, but we we don't know what's going to happen there. They have three tight ends that they use. It's kind of scary. Uh, Delaney Walker should be safe. Obviously, Waller in the London game should be good, but if Williams is out, maybe they key in on him. So I <laughs> – we talked earlier, we like the shots of Dawson Knox and Noah Fant, not even to get more than maybe four catches, but we, we have touchdown expection from them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so out of those two, I think I'd actually rather go Fant just because he is uh, $300 cheaper and we're not looking very good with the remaining salary right now. So yeah. Um, let's go ahead and slide Fant into the lineup okay. and see where we're at. Um, so that actually <laughs> – Hold on, let me scroll for an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that that bumps up our average remaining to 48.50, which looks a lot nicer than it just did. So. Yes, it does. Um, so if we want to keep going with the, the cheaper positions here, let's try to knock out our defense. Um, <laughs> there I think that – it's man, I said it last week. It's got to be the Patriots, right? Uh, yeah, I believe Washington <laughs> announced Colt McCoy as their starter. Yeah, and that's scary as it is because uh, hey. they, they don't want Haskins to go against this monster of a defense. Last time uh, Colt McCoy played the Patriots, he was 14 and 19 and led the Browns to a win. So, what do you think about that? <laughs> I don't think much about it. Uh, <laughs> I know Darnold's been ruled out this week, so Eagles are a good shout, but they're at a, they're the third highest pay for this week. Um, I I like the Vikings going up against uh, Danny, not so many dimes, and uh, <laughs> and uh, obviously a lot of people this week have talked about the Titans Bills matchup as maybe like a ten to seven shootout of sorts <laughs> with low everything. So those two are both okay. Uh, I know I've talked about the Panthers, but they are kind of a risk. And if we, we want to get a lot more money for other spots, we could go the Steelers or the second lowest. Yeah. I, I think that if, if we want to just punt the, the defense position here, it, it would be either the Steelers or the Bucks for me. Um, I think that you know how, how much I value the Bucks defense, but I think that being the third lowest salary on here is, I mean, yeah, New Orleans is a, has a great offense, but I, I think that the Bucks are going to be able to get to the quarterback. So I think that that's what we would look for here is just sack upside. And if I'm going yeah. sack upside, I'm still going with the Steelers. Yeah, because the Bucks have a much improved defense. But the Steelers have gotten much better through trades already this this season. 
They're coming off an eight-sacks performance against the Bengals. And let's be honest, it's not like the Ravens' O-line is incredible. They have some good pieces, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think they get four sacks here, and that's a decent floor for us for a cheap, cheap, cheap defense. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. So we'll just put the Steelers in and see where we're at. Um, we have three positions remaining, and we have $17,300 left. So let's move back to the wide receiver position. Um, I know that you are big on Josh Gordon, which is right around the price range that we're looking at right now. Uh, yep. What do you think of him versus Allen Robinson this week? Oof. Um, I think that Allen Robinson has the better matchup just because the Raiders' secondary is already a little bit depleted this year. Uh, but I think that's going to be a really low-scoring game. Yeah. So that scares me. So we're, we're hoping for targets from a backup quarterback. Uh, and Josh, yeah, and Josh Gordon should be matched up against Josh Norman, but Norman's ranked bottom third for cornerbacks this year so far. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's lost his stuff for sure. And Gordon, I, the Patriots usually try and focus on one guy in that receiving game, and he's coming off two straight weeks of them kind of deferring him because they gave AB all the targets and then. He had one of the toughest matchups on Tredavious White last week. I could see him having a get-right game, and but that's also probably a max of six catches. So if we're going to – it's got high upside. Yeah. But $100 cheaper is Fitzgerald, who has probably a floor of six catches. Yeah. And I would even say his floor is probably eight to nine catches yeah. with – Kirk being out and the fact that the Bengals defense is just yeah. run all it's over. So. It's bad. Um, so, all right, if if that's how we both view it, then let's go ahead and slide Fitzgerald into the lineup, and maybe we can still fit Josh Gordon in here somehow. There's a chance. I kind of really like to have three running backs in a lineup, though. I know you do as well. Yeah. So uh, what, what do you think about going straight to the flex here and seeing what we like? I'm all for it. Let's right. get it. You got some targets to look at here, so I'm not just uh, reading off Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I think for the the prices that we're looking at um, to where we can get a decent third receiver, I think Fournette is by far the best option. Um, mm-hmm. But there are guys like James Conner. I know you don't like Derrick Henry, but he is an RB1, and he's valued at 6000 um, so I think that I think he has a very good chance to get a touchdown this week, despite the the Buffalo defense being good against the running back. Yeah. Um, Sonny Chelsea in there too. I yeah, I, I figured I would have to bring him up. Uh, so going back to James Conner, uh, well, obviously we love Fournette here on this channel. We 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 love him. Uh, I, I started that love. Don't get me wrong, but. Uh, he is the most expensive of our options probably here. James Conner is very interesting. Uh, Samuel's got a lot of work last week, but they were also trying to do a lot of different gadget plays in Wildcat. And Conner looked good last week, in my opinion. He had a couple really good runs. And Baltimore, as of this point, Brandon Williams, their defensive tackle, 
is still iffy to even get on the field at all. And in all honesty, he is the only reason Chubb dominated last week. He is a run stopper. I mean, I, I do believe Chubb would have still had 70 yards plus, but I don't think he has that many yards and three touchdowns with Brandon Williams in the game. Joe Mixon should get a ton of volume. But <laughs> I don't want to do Derrick Henry just because it's Buffalo. And I, do, I think this is going to be like a 13-10 game. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so one more guy I wanted to gauge your opinion yeah. on is Chris Thompson. Ooh, that is not who I thought you were talking about. <laughs> so Chris Thompson is valued at only $4,600. The Patriots are really, really good against the run, but that's not what Chris Thompson does. And it seems like he – do you know a status update on uh, McLaurin? I do not, and that's what scares me. I We've talked about it before. McLaurin's got the worst matchup in football almost, and – if he's not fully, I know he's been questionable all week. I, I, as of now, it's like a 50-50 shot they play. And with all the turmoil going in Washington right now, I'm not sure you rush him back with Colt McCoy in there. Yeah. So at that case, I think the only options there are Trey Quinn and Thompson, which means he gets work, but does it mean he gets more than a yard on every catch? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. So I actually looked it up while you were talking. Um, the That's latest right. report is Redskins Terry McLaurin considered truly questionable. So uh, you gotta but, love that tag. Oh right? yeah. So for those of you that don't know, sometimes they'll have a questionable tag, but they're expected to play. Uh, similar to I think what Edelman has this week. He's and expected week. to play. Yeah, yeah, but he's questionable. The fact that he's truly questionable means that I don't think he'll play, which means I don't really want Chris Thompson in this lineup. Yeah. So what I actually thought you were going to was Aaron Jones because he's a little bit cheaper than your boy Derrick Henry, and they don't have another back in that backfield. Yeah. I And so the reason that I would be very, very comfortable getting Aaron Jones in this lineup is the fact that Aaron Rodgers started targeting him in the passing game down the stretch, and he looked explosive. I mean, he he couldn't get it going on the ground, um, but the fact that he was able to get I, – I don't even know how many catches he got in the, the fourth quarter alone. Oh, but, I think the fourth quarter was at least five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just – they were running screens for him, and he was knocking off 10 yards every time. Um I would be 100% comfortable putting him in this lineup. All right. Do you want to just lock him in for now and go back to the receiver core and see what we got? Yeah, which okay. I kind of don't want him in the lineup anymore. <laughs> Who do we got? So the, I, I figured 54 wasn't a great number. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. boy. So <laughs> it's D.D. Westbrook, D.J. Moore, uh, John Ross, who's on the IR. It's it's, it's D.D. or or John Brown. That's what it is. It's not anyone else here. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders. I just don't I don't feel right there. I just don't. No. Um so uh I think we're uh gonna move on. Yeah, let's get <laughs> move Aaron. on from Aaron Jones. All right, let's go a little bit cheaper. What do you think of David Montgomery this week? I like him. Uh obviously Burfick's gone for the Raiders and he wasn't an integral part of their rushing defense, but he was he was in there. 
I mean, obviously it's perfect. He's trying to hit everyone in the head every play. So he's in the hole. And I, you know, I like Michelle. I know you don't. Uh, but Bur- uh, Burkhead's out for the week. So and I I could see this as one of those three touchdown games. But I think me and you both like some cheap options this week. So do we want to go back up to Fournette? Well, let me pose you one more question before we decide on Fournette, which is probably what's going to happen. I know you think that Sony might get three touchdowns, but what do you think about James White in the passing game this week with Burkhead being out? If they throw heavy for two quarters, I could see anywhere from seven to ten catches. And he's only 5,000, which is under our average, which would give us a quality wide receiver three. Um um, it gives us what, fourteen hundred more dollars? Yeah, which would be close to about Edelman, right? Yeah. So my fifty-four, so sixty that we would have sixty-eight left, which would we'd be sixty-eight. Jesus, I let me just double check because it's late and I can't do math. <laughs> it's late and math's hard. <laughs> um. He, we would have sixty-three. My so opponents. so my math was right. Your math was dead on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but in okay. that case, would you go Edelman or Gordon? Okay, so if we go, if we go White, our choice is Edelman or Gordon, basically. Yeah. So let's, let's not do that. No, no, no. That's fu- That's not a bad choice. Let me let me put Fournette in the flex, and then we go back, and our choices are between Calvin Ridley, Dorsett. Cortland Sutton or Curtis Samuel or Will Fuller or Golden don't, Tate. I, I don't want to trust Tate this week. It's a Fair. bad match. It's a bad matchup. One and two. He's a slot guy. Shepard's a slot guy. Gallman's a short pass guy and Ingram's a middle of the field guy. I don't know where those targets go this week with a rookie quarterback who also just threw picks last week. Let me throw one more wrench in, in your, Mm. Plan here. Um, speaking of Tate's, Auden Tate is thirty five hundred this week, going against the Cardinals. Oh, you're killing me! And that would give us a chance at the top receivers or Melvin Gordon or Lev Bell. But we would have our choice basically. Jesus Christ! Okay, so oh my god! <laughs> now that we did that. I'm just looking at Julio and Hopkins, and it's hard to go back. I know. <laughs> it's hard. Well, because we both love Fournette, but Panthers aren't exactly an easy matchup. And I know Menchu's knee is a little bit banged up, but he also runs the ball. And they do have a few passing targets. So. And uh, I mean, the matchup is perfect for him. John Ross is out this week. AJ Green remains out, so really the only pass catchers there are going to be maybe Eifert, but maybe not. Um, you've got Tyler Boyd and Auden Tate. Auden Tate's a shot, but all we need from him at this price is roughly seven or eight points for him to hit value. And obviously, you want as much value as you can. So you want to try and get at least you want to try for four times value on every pick. 
that's obviously not always acceptable or even in the realm of possibility. Um, if we just take that gives us three just complete punts of Auden Tate, Noah Funt, and the Steelers. All three who could easily hit value. Yeah, they could hit value. I mean, honestly, I believe that the one that's not going to hit value here is probably Noah Fant. Um, and that's, I mean, the, the dude could catch another touchdown. He's been on the field more and more every week. Let me see some. Let me see something here. <laughs> there was uh there was another one that we were talking about, and okay, I mean we we have plenty of money still. Uh, even if we switch from Fant to Knox, who's maybe a slight step up, we we can't get those top receivers, but we can still get Godwin. What if we went? What if we didn't punt the tight end? What if we went? Someone like Greg Olson. What if we went for a top tight end? I don't like Ertz. I don't trust Ingram. Waller is safe, but also it's a price. He's up at the price point where he should be now. Yeah. So if he doesn't get all those targets, he still doesn't have a touchdown. I, you know, against this matchup, I don't like it. Andrews is a good shout, but he doesn't get a ton of targets, and we're playing his def- the defense going against him. So that leaves us with Hooper, Graham, Olsen, Delaney. I mean, past that, it's punts. I mean, there's no – it's a bad week for tight ends. It is. Um, so I know we were talking before we started recording about we both have a feeling about a certain tight end that has been awful, <laughs> but his price has come down to about – you're still going to get value for him, I think. It's okay, so scary. Howard. It's so scary. I know. Uh, he's got six points all year. Like, that's his best outcome. Yep. But, like we were talking about earlier, New Orleans has a solid outside corner – Matchup. I, I don't know how to word that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but honestly, like I think it's going to be Godwin and then maybe OJ Howard. Oh, I, I mean, at that point, I'd, I'd probably rather be safer with Olsen or Walker, though. Fair. I don't like Walker's matchup this week. I don't like Olsen's matchup. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jacksonville's scary. <laughs> What if we take a shot on Tyler Eifert? I'd rather take a shot at the cheaper guys because they – only because Eifert has a similar exact shot against a bad matchup, but he's chalk. Everyone – there's – it's like 60% of lineups have Eifert in it. True. And if we're trying to win money, we can't go 60%. Let's just keep Fant in the lineup <laughs> <laughs> since we've been hearing so, so much. All right, so if we did that – it's, I mean, it's Hopkins or Julio. <laughs> or we upgrade defense and downgrade here. Which I wouldn't mind doing. What if we just sold out and got the Patriots? Uh, it's, then it's Allen Robinson, MVS, Sony, Goldman. Um, yeah. I wish we had 100 more for the, just the full shot of Hollywood Brown, but we don't. 
We could. What if we did go with the Eagles since Darnold's out? I mean, I like them, but it's it's not like they're that much cheaper. That's my problem. Uh, at that point, I'd rather just go back down to the Vikings or take a shot with the, either the Titans or Bills. I mean, we're getting we're at a nitty gritty price point here. And even the Vi- even if we did the Vikings, we got sixty seven, and then it's basically just stealing Eckler or Michael Thomas, or we can go for net and just have some money on the table. I don't. I, we're not leaving money, dude. Um, <laughs> well, so out of say we keep it where we're at, out of Hopkins and Julio, which one would you rather have this week? Um, <laughs> pick your choice. The <laughs> The Texans' corners aren't anything at all. They have a rookie and a 36-year-old, and they don't have safety, really. And you got tons of receivers down down there in Atlanta. And then the other side, the corners for the Falcons are nothing, and they don't have Keanu Neal. So it's really pick your poison there. It's... One that has done things this year and one hasn't. One's due for a big game, and the other's probably still due for a big game, if I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. So it's really who your preference. Hmm. I do see this as a get-right for Watson. But Yeah, but Julio's ha- is coming off his lowest output of the year against Tennessee, and <laughs> he's got touchdowns in every other game. And that's, I mean, that's going up against Minnesota the first week, who's actually a good defense, where he didn't really have that good a game. And then trash defenses after that, and then another good defense where he didn't have a good game. He's got trash defense this week. So it's kind of... Man. Um... <laughs> that's, that's why the Tate is nice but scary to go that low because it gives you options, but it gives you too much, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, I'd almost rather not decide between these two and go with someone like Godwin or even Boyd. So, hear me out. Uh, I've talked to you already this week about this, but Deontay Johnson. He's just a little bit more than Tate, and it drops us down to a perfect placement for Chris Godwin. Let's do it. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> I knew I could get you with the Godwin. <laughs> yeah, I do I, really John, like Godwin this week. Deontay Johnson has had a great – he basically was almost a bench player, and then Rudolph came in. He's comfortable with Johnson. They're running plays specifically designed for him, and his targets have gone up every week. Yeah. And his price point really hasn't. <laughs> It, has it went from a player that's not even usable to, uh, okay, maybe he could catch a ball. I mean, he's at 4400 at that price point. What what do we need from him? Like eight points? Yeah. It's eight or, that, eight, well, it's like eight or ten, uh, and he's going up against the Ravens, who's not a great matchup for the top receiver, but that's yeah. Juju. And that's why I think he is a really good play this week. And if you think about it, the second receiver for the Browns last week had a killer game. Yeah. 
and he's definitely the second receiver, especially yeah. – um, I, I do believe Vance is still out this week. Yes, he is. And Vanette's serviceable, don't get me wrong, but he's nothing. And they haven't used Vance really as anything except a comeback attempt late in the fourth with Rudolph. Yeah. My my only concern, he does have a questionable tag still. I don't has he been ruled out completely? Who? Vance. Uh I don't believe Rudolph completely, no. Um. But it's I mean, let's be real, Steelers aren't winning the division. They're Best hope is a nine and seven wild card spot, and I don't think you sell out to try and beat the the Ravens here early in the year. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Deontay Johnson is a good play, and that also allows us to put Godwin in the lineup coming off that yes. game and coming off what I think is a plus matchup for him. So it gets it gets the receiver that you wanted this week in our lineup, which is why I knew it would work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he ended up being our most expensive receiver and we still have, yeah, which is nuts. Yeah. We still have, I mean, Fitz and Jeffrey who, I mean, we think that Jeffrey has the, the targets and the touchdown upside. Yeah. Fitz has I, the targets and maybe touchdown. Um, and Deontay Johnson's that, that, roll of the dice, but I think he is going to have a good game. Yeah, but I mean, is he a roll of a dice? He's gotten a touchdown the last two weeks. He has, and he had he had six targets this last week, which, and the Against week Cincinnati. Yep. And he had, he had three. He had, what is this, 14 points against San Francisco, which is being heralded as a top defense in the league so far for three games. Yeah, I mean, Mason Rudolph seems to like Deontay Johnson more than Juju, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. Well, um, I mean, he's always got the better matchup, and he's a fast. He's he's a dog. Yeah, I know one of one of my Zach, one of our friends, Zach Petrenko, one of his good friends I play Xbox with. Zach, his name is Zach as well. I mean, he played at wide wide receiver with Johnson, and he knows how good he is. And he's he was trying to hype me up. That's why I drafted him in our dynasty because of Zach. You didn't tell me this inside information. Why the hell would I tell you this? <laughs> I, def- I had to draft Preston Williams early just so you didn't get him. Yes, you did. Should we get Preston Williams in the lineup this year? Shut up. They don't play anyway. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're locked in here. Let's uh, give a quick I- – I do want to touch on one thing. We didn't go over Jeffrey really because we just kind of plugged him in. He's got a great matchup this week. Uh, <laughs> the Jets have sat their best corner. And they just sat him. The rest of them aren't anything to do with. They do have a great rush defense there, especially with everyone healthy again. And their only secondary player is Adams, who sticks to these good tight ends like Ertz. Yeah, or he's in the box for the running game. Yeah, and if Ertz is out for a play, he's just going to cover Goddard because Goddard's kind of a replace. He's a step down, obviously, but he's just a replacement. Unless Sean, who's not here today, thank God, because he would, he would tell me Goddard's a top five tight end in Dynasty for some reason. Because he's right. young, right? Yeah, he's just young. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Jeffrey, like we touched on it a little earlier, we think he has touchdown upside, but he was a target hog in last week's game against the Packers. And if he comes down with even half of those, uh, his his fantasy week looks a lot different last week. And he wasn't even bad. Um he had nine targets last week. He only got three catches, but because five of those targets were 
uh, Wentz was about to get sacked, and he got the ball off quick, and he didn't look at Ertz. He didn't look at the running back. He looked right at Jeffrey. Yep. Every single time, at least five of those are really – he was tight cover too. Half the time it was double team. You yeah. trust him right now, especially with Jackson out, which he's still out. I, I expect big things this week, and he's a good price. He's a perfect price. I agree. I think I think he could end up being a value, and yeah. obviously that's what we're we're looking I, at when we plug this lineup in. I think he's going to be priced at least five hundred up next week. Oh yeah, I do for sure. All right, you want to give a rundown of our lineup then? Sure thing. Yeah. So at quarterback we have Carson Wentz, running backs Zeke and David Johnson, wide receivers Alshon Jeffrey, Larry Fitzgerald, and Deontay Johnson, tight end Noah Fant. Flex, Chris Godwin, and then Steelers defense. So this is going to be our lineup for this week. Hopefully you guys listen to us work through some of that because we did touch on quite a few different players that you could plug into your lineup if you're not quite as sold on punting at tight end, for example, with Noah Fant or yes. punting on the defense with the Steelers. Yeah. So um, that is our lineup um randy do you have anything to add no it's just gonna be a fun week of games and we'll uh we'll be recording monday before the browns game this time because we're not missing a browns game i'll tell you that definitely not (laughs) um so real quick before we take off i did want to give a shout out to our good buddy frank he has a a podcast it's called inexplicable thoughts he talks about anything and everything um, and that podcast is making a return this upcoming Monday. Uh, so look out for that. You can get it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for sure. I'm not sure if it's available on Google Podcasts, but uh, look for it Yeah, a- anywhere you listen to podcasts. I know he's trying to um, get that podcast up anywhere everyone listens to. So. Oh, yeah. He just bought a bunch of whole new expensive equipment for it. He's very opinionated guy, very smart. He's going to tell you his real opinions and it's usually a fun 30 minute listen he doesn't do long podcasts and he he listens his twitter account is always asking for new topics because he wants to talk about what everyone wants to hear yeah for sure and and like i said i think they're introducing a a new host of that show this week yes he he recently moved so I, i i can't remember the dude's name but he tweeted about it earlier so uh i mean Go follow him. Please go download that episode. I'm sure it's going to be great. Yes. Um, and another thing before we go, just make sure you follow us at the Cut FFL on Twitter. Uh, you can like us at the Cut FFL on Facebook as well. I don't think I mentioned that in the opening. Make sure you guys subscribe to us. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We are there. Um, and then if you want to support, as I said before, just simply email us at officialcutpod at gmail.com. Um, Randy, if you don't have anything else to add, I think we're going to get out of here. And uh, hopefully you guys are going to be able to win some money on, on your DraftKings lineup this week. Yeah. <laughs> so for Randy Hall, I'm Christian Williams. Uh, have a good week five. Uh, we'll see you Monday for our, our next recording.